but do you have advisors, trusted advisors? Yes, you might have those circle of friends, but again, now we're dialing down those group of friends and do you have trusted advisors who have experience in areas who can think bigger picture that you can go to and say okay this is how I want to address this problem and this is what I want to do and they can give you a perspective to either confirm or maybe allow you to think from a different perspective so you make the adjustments that you need so you can move forward effectively. It was during the Great Recession of 2007 to 2009 that several startups were still created now this was a time where unemployment reached about 10%. The recession would last about 18 months. The housing market crashed and even there was a banking crisis that caused financial institutions like Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to collapse. However, a ride sharing company was launched in March, 2009, founded by Travis Kalanick and Garrett Camp. This company is called Uber. Familiar, right? Just about everyone just about everyone has probably utilized this ride-sharing app. It's utilized to get from one place to another, and it's really shaken up the cab industry. So it's interesting to learn why these two individuals created Uber and also learn the strategies and the mindset to really allow us to know that we can flourish during seasons like this. So get your notepads, get ready to take some notes on how we can lead and how we can learn from other leaders who are able to still create, still build a company, still do amazing things, even during a time where people were unsure of what was going to happen next. How many languages do you speak? One, two, four? I know how to teach you how to speak four languages. Now, I know you're probably thinking, what languages can she teach me? Maybe English, Spanish. I think Japanese is really cool. Mandarin. But no, these languages that I want to teach you are languages that are going to make you effective in your business and marketing, even in how you lead and support the people that you're around. It'll help you have effective relationships and realize how to really motivate and inspire people and talk to them in a way to get them excited. I want you to schedule a consultation with me at info at AishaThomas.org. If you're a leader of a team, if you have a team that is having issues with conflict, if you're an individual just trying to take your business to the next level or your relationships to the next level, you need this tool because it's going to be so effective that you're going to see the transformation that happens around you. So schedule a consultation with me at info at AishaThomas.org or go to AishaThomas.org, scroll down to the bottom and click on that link for individual consultation. And let's get started on transforming your communication, collaboration, and reducing the conflict that you might face. Canadian-born Gareth Camp was a successful entrepreneur living large in San Francisco. But Camp was growing increasingly frustrated with a taxi service. I was just stranded on the curb in San Francisco so often that I just got sick of it. And you just kind of got pissed off. I tried Taxi Magic, it was okay, Cabulous wasn't very good, so I just was like, all right, we gotta, right. We gotta make our own. In 2008, Camp was watching Casino Royale when he noticed James Bond use a cell phone to track the location of a car. And that's when he thought to himself, how cool would it be if I could push a button on my phone 
and watch my cab arrive. The idea of an on-demand cab service, Uber, was born. So the day that Uber was born was out of a negative experience, unfortunately. You hear that one of the founders had a negative experience with a cab driver. And I talked about that recently about how one bad experience from someone can affect the whole industry because unfortunately these rideshare apps, these rideshare companies have shaken up this industry and now cab drivers protested. I mean, they were so upset about these companies coming in and taking away from their businesses because ultimately there are people behind that. There are people who have been working for years and they need that income. So now here comes these rideshare companies and look what happens. They shut them down. But this is the reality of what negative experiences can do, how they can invoke this passion inside of you to solve the problem. In this case, in this case, they decided and he decided, you know what, I am going to create something of my own. And I think that's powerful to be able to be empowered so much to say, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing. That is powerful. And a lot of us out there need to do exactly that. You have ideas, you have these experiences that you have been through and you need to take and say, take the lead. Because again, we're all leaders. We need to all have that mindset and say, you know what, what can I create? Do I need to just become an entrepreneur? Because every time I walk in, I'm being hounded at work or I'm every time I do this, this is what's happening. And I keep having these negative experiences and now I need to fix the problem. I even talk about leaving at home. If you have a problem in the household that makes you uncomfortable and it happens over and over again, take the lead. Again, we're all leaders. Take the lead and say, okay, what am I going to do to resolve it? Is it a conversation? Is it putting processes and systems in place? What is going to be the fix for the problem? Because a lot of times what happens is that people have these bad experiences and it could have just turned into a rumor and into a bashing session and All of a sudden, it's just like, oh, don't drive cabs or don't get into cabs because they're horrible, but there's no fix. But what happened is someone was empowered to say, you know what? I am going to fix this. I'm going to set this up. And he's like, I'm going to create my own. But again, even for you, if you don't want to take that big step and say, I'm going to create something of my own, when you run into problems, take this tip, take this pointer, take this aspect of this lesson to say, you know what? I am going to be a problem solver. I'm not just going to keep repeating the problems. I'm not going to keep talking about it and complaining about it and doing nothing about it. Do something about it. It might be a conversation. It might be saying, okay, I have an idea that I want to put together. It might be some type of creativity that you can tap into. But recognize that in this lesson, again, don't be the person that just talks about the problems, repeats it. And we hear it so many times. We've heard of companies that suck or don't eat there because I had this one bad experience. And again, one bad experience can shut down an entire organization. But be the person that says, I'm going to be a problem solver and I'm going to do things differently. Again, lead with the mindset of problem solving. As time passed, Cam got increasingly obsessed with bringing his idea to fruition. In true entrepreneurial spirit, he began to brainstorm his notion with all his friends, which included Travis Kalanick, another successful entrepreneur. Believe it or not, at the start, Kalanick wasn't interested in working on Uber. He supported the notion, but was preoccupied with his own idea, an ecosystem much like that of Airbnb. Camp, however, was adamant on getting Kalanick involved. One night, 
Camp and Kalanick were in a cab after a night out drinking in Paris. It was around 2 a.m. when the cabbie yelled at the group for being too boisterous and threatened to kick them out. Kalanick, infuriated by the disrespect, voluntarily got out of the cab. The incident stuck with him, and a scorned Travis Kalanick was now eager to work on Uber. That Parisian cabbie had just sparked the initial fire in a man who would go on to torch the entire taxi industry. The next point that we can learn from this experience and from this story is that you see that Garrett has a circle of friends that are trusted clearly that he can share this idea to. And again, I think that this is going to be one of the things that we're going to see repeated in these examples about the power of having an effective circle. People that you feel confident enough to share information with that are going to be open to hear about it. Now, of course, Garrett wanted Travis to be involved and you hear how Travis had an experience just like Garrett that was negative and that just fueled his fire. But ultimately, even if we were, we're going to dial it back a little bit, we want to understand that it's important to have a circle of friends and circle that a circle that you can confide in and give your ideas to and tell them what you're thinking about doing. Now, I want you to remember also that you have to be strategic about these friends that you have, because the reality is there are going to be some friends that are going to be like, "Mm -mm, you need to just work your nine to five. You need to just keep in this box here. Or again, if we go back to from the first point, they see that you have a problem and they're just like, "Okay, well, I don't know if you need to solve it to this magnitude. Or they might say, you know what? It's not that big of a problem. But these might be people that might just say, "Uh, you know, it is what it is. It's no big deal. But you need to also have a circle of friends that are innovative, that they think differently, that they think with an open mind to say, okay, this is the problem I'm having. This is my idea of how to resolve this problem. What do you think? Because there's a power in getting different perspectives and getting different ideas and hearing from different minds that are open to receive the information and really help you through that process. So again, I always talk about assessing your circles, but we have to make sure that we lead and think about the mindset of what kind of circles do we have? Are they relationships you shouldn't have? Or you know that with this relationship, there are certain things you just can't talk about. Because again, you might have some people who just have the mindset of just this basic process or this how this is how the structure should be. This is how things should be in life. Where you might have another pocket of friends that are confidants. They can really go in the depths of their minds and think from another level. And you will have friends that are like that. I mean, we all like, just think about the list of homegirls or homeboys or people that you are close to. Think about them and how they function and what conversations you can maybe have with one that you can't have with others. And it's not they're bad friends or anything is wrong with them. But we just, again, we have to just realize that certain people that might not have the level of understanding that you have. Like I have a circle of friends that might not be entrepreneurs or they might not be thinking about as I transition out the military, I want to start a business and I'm not going to work a nine to five. They might want to work a nine to five. They're just as valuable and their insight and feedback is just as valuable as people who want to follow a, a space of becoming an entrepreneur. But they're going to just think a little different than this other pocket of, of, of people. This one pocket of people are going to say, OK, when you transition, you need to work on your resume. You need to apply for here and here. While this other group is saying, OK, as you transition, you need to make sure you start marketing this way. and You start to function this way. You need to hire this coach. So, again, the language and the conversations are going to be different. 
but recognize that when you're problem solving, even again, if you're not in the space of becoming a business leader or getting into a leadership role, or you're not in a space where you want to start something brand new, but again, it might be something small as you're trying to fix an issue in the workplace or you're trying to fix an issue at home. What pockets of friends can you go to that have that deep understanding that can look at things and say, okay, this is what I think. And of course, out of that group, Garrett and Travis were the two that said, okay, we're going to go into this business together. We're going to expand and we're going to do more. And again, realizing that that can happen. You can bring the idea to a group of people and you can have a conversation with a group of people, but you might not end up clicking and connecting. It might only be with one person. And you saw that they had similarities. They had bad experiences, unfortunately, but now they were fueled and their passion to start this business came together because they had the same value at that point. And we need to also consider that as we're moving into business, as we're moving into fixing problems, as we're moving into transitioning in different aspects of our lives, that we need to make sure we connect with people who have the same kind of value system as us as well, especially if we're thinking about partnerships. Do they still have the, do they, are they fired up by the same things? Are they motivated by the same things? Because even for me, as I go into partnerships, as I connect with other people and building my business, I am making sure that those partnerships and we have the same type of drive motivators and we are pushed by the same reasons. So even with your family or if it's problems that you're dealing with home, home, you want to make sure you're connecting with people who are passionate about the same thing. If you're trying to resolve the family conflict because you want to make sure your household is right and your spouse is right, you want to connect with people who value family, who are driven to say, listen, I had this experience with my spouse too, and I do not want to, I don't want you to go through the same thing. So how about we fix it together? How about we come with ideas together? Because again, you can apply these same principles to life. It's not necessarily all about businesses and careers, but you can also apply these same principles to life. So I want you to really consider that. What can you do to ensure that you are pocketing your circles in the right spaces to know who you can speak to about what, but also recognizing that it might just be two of you guys that might really relate and push forward in your mission and vision, and that's okay. But you want to make the proper assessments because, again, this partnership between these two individuals were able to create a company and a business that has been able, again, to revolutionize what the cab industry was not able to do. So Camp and Kalanick got to work. Camp, who was inspired by James Bond, was determined to purchase a fleet of -of top-of-the-line Mercedes cars. Kalanick, however, disagreed with the idea of owning cars, and rather that drivers use their own cars in conjunction with the Uber app. At one point, Camp was so determined to buy the fleet of Mercedes cars that he called Kalanick, and told him that he's going to lease out an entire parking lot in San Francisco. He calls me, he's like, Travis, I've got the papers for the parking garage. I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it, because I was just very against owning the assets, hiring the driver. Camp finally gave in. So instead of buying dozens of flashy cars, they pitched the app to existing drivers of limos and luxury cabs. Years later... Uber's no-inventory business model would be valued at $65 billion. Kalanick would then muse with pride. Garrett brings the classy and elegance like that's his part of it. I bring the efficient. The value. This move would go on to protect Uber from several regulations. But Uber argues that it doesn't dispatch vehicles and the driver accepts or rejects the ride through an app. 
since they didn't own the cars and nor did they hire the drivers. Uber wasn't a taxi company. They were simply an app that connected people. So this last point that I think that we can really take away from this last piece is the importance of the differences in opinions. And the interesting thing is a lot of us don't like conflict. We don't like to be told, no, we have these grand ideas and we want to move forward with it. However, we don't vet it with anyone. And that's why it's important that you have the trusted advisors and the trusted people that you can go to and say, this is how I want to approach this problem. And remember, this can be applicable to not only business, to career, but also in life. Because there have been times where I've had personal issues and I've gone to a friend and say, okay, this is how I'm going to address the problem. This is what I'm going to say. And I'm pumped up and they're like, wait, whoa, no, this is how you should go about it. Because maybe I'm emo- I'm emotional at that time. Maybe I'm just being way too optimistic. I mean, is there some, some such a thing as way too much optimism? Uh, it might be because, again, you might not be thinking practically because there are some practical implications. Like you heard in this case, hey, listen, this is going to make this if we go the route of having all these assets, especially these high level vehicles, you have to realize what comes with that. I mean, you're thinking about top of the line vehicles. You have to think about maintenance. You have to think about maintaining them. I mean, it's, it's also, you have to consider, okay, if we hire drivers to be the ones that, you know, drive these vehicles around, we have to make sure that, I mean, it's going to be extra paranoia to make sure that they are insured, make sure that they have their licenses, making sure that they don't crash the vehicle. What happens if it crashes or it breaks down? That's more money that Uber will have to spend to keep these cars maintained. So instead of us holding on to these assets, instead of us buying these fleet of cars, how about we empower and we have the people that want to ride or drive with us? They utilize their vehicles, their assets. And that takes away a huge chunk of pressure and stress that might come with managing all these vehicles. So are you asking for second opinions? But these people have to be trusted advisors because that was a great perspective that you saw between the banter between Garrett and Travis. One had one idea and they probably presented this is why we should do it because again, one was influenced by James Bond. But in reality, we need to be practical. We need to really think about, okay, we're going to have these fleet of cars. We need to have, you know, and although if you have ever utilized Uber, they do have different tiers of vehicles. They have the luxury class and so on. However, a lot of people, regular people, people who might not necessarily need a black suburban to pick them up, they're fine with getting, you know, a small car or a regular vehicle to pick them up. It's not a big deal to them. But just imagine if they would have taken on all those assets and having to worry about the ups and downs of maintaining vehicles, just like a lot of these companies that have rental cars and they have to do a lot of maintenance to ensure that their cars are functioning effectively, that, you know, there's a whole process that they have to go through if somebody, you know, maybe they have a collision and so on. But do you have advisors, trusted advisors? Yes, you might have those circle of friends, but again, now we're dialing down those group of friends. Do you have trusted advisors who have experience in areas who can think bigger picture that you can go to and say, okay, this is how I want to address this problem and this is what I want to do and they can give you a perspective to either confirm or maybe allow you to think from a different perspective so you make the adjustments that you need so you can move forward effectively. 
Is that a relationship question and you're trying to figure out how to address it? Is it something in relation to, you know, maybe there is a business that you want to start or how you want to market it or how you want to make sure that you transition effectively from one business or one career to a, to a becoming a business owner, whatever it is, make sure you have people you can tap into that are trusted advisors that can think big picture, that have expertise to allow you to think from a different perspective, because sometimes our ideas, they're great but they can be even greater or our ideas might be too far-fetched and we need somebody to shake things up. And although it might be uncomfortable, they can come to you and say, okay, this is the best way to address it because of these reasons. And now you can press forward. And now again, from that adjustment that was made, Uber was still able to be super successful. And although they shook up the cab industry, This is something that's really, really has benefited so many people by having access to this rideshare app. And we know of other ones out there, but this is just an example of what you can do if you decide to problem solve in effective ways. But by taking the mindset of, okay, I'm going to problem solve instead of being the person that repeats the problem, I'm going to have those circle of friends that I can connect with that can give me a different perspective or let me know or give me feedback on this idea, but then also have trusted advisors that can allow you to make sure that you develop that solution effectively. So on the other side, you can have an amazing business, brand, personal life, or whatever area it is that you're trying to problem solve because you have implemented those pieces into how you problem solve. Are you ready to take yourself to the next level, your family to the next level, your business to the next level? Make sure that you're not just listening to me, but you're listening to the entire Speak Fire team. What's up, guys? I'm Aisha Thomas, the host of Internal Fire, and I want to introduce you to the other people that are a part of this Speak Fire squad. Make sure you head over to Leadership Fire and check out Michael G's podcast, Student Fires, hosted by Bobby B, Champions Fire, hosted by Cornelius D, Father's Fire, by Jody S and Young Fire by Sean B. Make sure you like and subscribe to each and every one of those podcasts. And trust me, it'll help you get to the next level. Go check them out now. I want to shout out all my faithful listeners for tuning in every week. And don't forget to follow me on social media at Miss Aisha Speaks on all platforms. That's M-S-A-I-S-H-A Speaks. And don't forget to like and subscribe, turn your notifications on and leave a comment if this podcast has blessed you in any kind of way. I thank you for all your support. Many blessings to you.